All right, well, welcome back to Daily Run with Zop podcast, season three. So this season, we're talking about obstacles and running through these obstacles, which could become opportunities. So I'm here with Crew Mahoney. So Crew has been running every day. And um, Crew, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself besides the run. Yeah, so uh, my name is Crew. I'm 22 years old. Uh, although running is a big part of my life, I am, uh, you know, mainly a big weightlifter, uh, you know, working out is a big part of my life, trying to become a better athlete. Um, I am an entrepreneur. I own a few different businesses and I'm always looking for different projects and things to challenge myself and become a better person every single day. So that's great. So Let's get into the run. So just for the listeners out there, a run streak is defined as running at least one mile every calendar day for at least a year. So crew, how, tell us maybe how you got started and how you began to run every day. Um, and how many years or how many days, years, days? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Today, uh, this morning was 1,610 days in a row. Um, so bringing it back to day one, uh, I was a sophomore in high school. Um, and a friend of mine and I, we were just talking uh, about running and figured it would be fun to do a challenge just for 30 days to run at least a mile every single day. Um, so we did that for the 30 days. Um, it's it's funny thinking back to it because I remember one of the main things is just kind of being scared like running because I would be doing it at like four thirty five in the morning uh, before school and everything. So just being out there in the dark was its own little experience that you kind of get used to after many years. Um, so you started running by yourself, yep. or did you meet up with your? No, nah, no, it was uh, it was by myself. We uh, you know just kind of did it on our own terms and would talk about it later, but. Uh, yeah, so I did that for the 30 days, and um, I'm the kind of person when I do something like that, and then I see, you know, a spark of myself becoming a little bit better, uh, it's hard to let that go, because day 31, if I don't do it, I would look back at the previous 30 days and be like, man, I can't let, you know, 30 days ago me be better than today me. Um, so from there, I just kept doing it every single day, and... I did it for two years, um, and that brought me to getting my wisdom teeth taken out, and they told me I wasn't able to exercise for a whole week, and I actually just recently made a post about this, but uh, I ran two miles every morning leading up to that week, so for five or seven days or whatever it was, um, but I knew I could not you know, count that five days where I didn't actually run. So after that two years is where the actual streak has started from. So the 1610 days. Do you, do you think even though they told you, you couldn't run, do you think you could have? Uh, thinking back on it? Yeah. Um, they, they, you know, they make it seem all bad. They're like, Oh, you're going to get an infection. If there's any like blood flow to your mouth and all this sort of stuff. Um, if it was, you know, today's version of me I definitely would have ran the mile um but you know you got to uh you got to just keep moving forward and I'll I'll stick with the I'll stick with the real the real streak so yeah yeah well as you can see mm. I still have mine yeah well that, that was going to be my other point I would not uh I would not get them taken out either so yeah, yeah. but 
well, I remember like I had the appointment to get them taken yeah. out and I chickened out because the whole like going under thing. And, yeah. you know, I also had my run streak at that same time. Yeah. And it was like, well, I don't know. I'm like, you know, is this really necessary? And then the dentist told me, he's like, well, uh, you know, no offense, but you got a big enough mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, I'm just going to keep them and not risk anything. Yeah. Because I think also like early on in your streak, like you, it's almost easier to be like, well, you know, it's only been a year, yeah. I can start over yep. or something. But once you kind of get further along with your streak, it's like, wow, like it's been 10, 15 years. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm going to figure out a way to run through this, which uh, ironically, like my injuries kind of happened the first five years of my run streak right. and better, you know, throughout the rest. But um, so, yeah, that's that seemed like a, since kind of our theme is obstacles, kind of more of an external event preventing you from running. Um, but I, I lost you there for, for a couple of seconds. Oh. If you, it, uh, connection must've been bad, if you can just say that again. Oh, okay. Like, so the obstacle yeah. was kind of like an external event, something in some, in some way we couldn't really control. Right. You know, like it's, it's similar to, um, I don't know, like any, any, sort of external event without it being uh, an injury that you caused yourself yeah. necessarily. Yeah. You know? I mean, so, it, uh, um, it's, it's really interesting. You know, I, I get a lot of people will comment on my videos and they'll try and come up with a scenario uh, to be like, Oh, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? Would you still, I'm like, yes, <laughs> of course I would. Because if, if I, if I say that I run every single day, and I'm the kind of person that's going to, you know, claim to be a disciplined person and be genuine to what I say, then it doesn't matter if it's snowing, it doesn't matter if it's raining, it doesn't matter if I'm tired, the list goes on. You know, I tell people I will be out there tomorrow morning running, you know, unless someone cuts my legs off, which I really hope that one doesn't happen. But, uh, you know, maybe I'd walk walk a mile on my hands, who knows. But, yeah. uh, you know, when when you want something bad enough, you'll, you'll figure out how to make it happen. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people don't necessarily grasp because in their mind, they want, they want that external thing to keep them from doing it. Um, I want that external thing to be there, but I want to be in the moment and be like, we're still going to get this done. Um, you know, so, so when I look out the window, of my bedroom in the morning and it's pouring down rain, I'm like, well, this will be funny, you know, <laughs> so. Yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about your streak because yours is different in the fact that, you know, it's at a specific time. Yeah. So let me just relate it to um, an interview I did with uh, Robert Kraft, a.k.a. The Raven. Do you know him? Uh, is he the one with like a million years in a row, basically? <laughs> <laughs> so he's... um. Let's see, he's he's pushing, he's up there almost to 50, getting to 50 years, but his streak, and I've ran with him a few times in Miami Beach, so he starts the same place, same yeah. time. Well, it changes daylight savings, right. but the same time, eight miles every day in Miami yeah. Beach. So it's same time, same place. And so the question for him is, you know, like, okay, he's, he's never traveled anywhere. Yeah. I think he had the story, his mom was sick. He had to come back for his, that time. And when I ran with people um, on the beach, 
you know, and said, Oh, I also run every day. They're like, Oh, what, what time and place do you run? So it's yeah. like, you don't have to be locked into a time and place, right. but it has to be within that calendar day. But, you know, like I also explained to people that you start your run streak, how you, you know, make up your own rules yeah. as long as it's, you know, at least a mile within a calendar day. So tell us like, I guess your rules yeah. of your run streak. Yeah. So, um, it, it kind of works together, but it's actually doesn't necessarily have to do with the run streak. Um, it's kind of its own streak, which is waking up at 5 a.m. every single day. Um, I don't have an exact date on that. It's about when I started the run streak, about six months at the beginning of that, of the 1610 days. Um, I would wake up at 5 a.m. during the week and 6 a.m. on the weekends. Uh, and I got to a point where I was kind of sick of the inconsistency and, um, you know, just being like, oh, it's the weekend. I should be able to sleep in an extra hour. Like, I just got kind of annoyed with that because I didn't want to tell people, oh, I wake up at 5 a.m. every day, but also like six on the weekend because da da da. Like, I just like to be clear with the things I say. Um, so 5 a.m. every day, it's it's coming up on about four years now is a good estimation. Um, and then from there, wake up at five, do a few like meal prep things. And it's basically running around like 525, 530. Um, so that's kind of that's where those two fit together, even though they're, you know, separate streaks, I guess. Yeah. And your, your run is is just a run. It's not like you're training for anything or, you know, it's kind of tell us maybe your intention behind your running. Yeah. So, um, the run is honestly a mental thing for me. Um, you know, a mile is not hard for me to run. Uh, but when it's 5am, it's dark, it's cold, it's raining, I'm tired. You know, that same list of excuses that can be made. Um, that that's when that's when it becomes difficult um and so that's that's when i i realize that i should be doing this every single day i should be pushing myself even if it's just a little bit you know seven to ten minutes whatever the mile might take um that's where the mental strength piece is more important for me um in general you know i'm training to be an athletic person i did crossfit for a while um I kind of get obsessed with too many things at once. Uh, but I think running is such a basic human thing to do. Um, so it just made sense to me to, you know, be able to build that mental strength and always have that one thing, no matter if it's a rest day, if something is sore or whatever else, that'll get done. Um, so, yeah. Wait, hold on. I hear my alarm. No worries. <laughs> so i don't know if you've heard the this is like a zen quote which would probably like you would you'd be like oh wow i understand that if the way you do one thing is the way you do everything yeah so i've actually yeah. uh i feel like i've been saying that for quite a long time i didn't know that was oh, really? like a known thing necessarily but uh yeah apparently it's a quote yeah. and kind of reflecting on it i mean I feel like, you know, maybe run streakers share this in common, like an obsessiveness mm. and, um, you know, what word I kind of took out of my language when I first started my run streak 
20 years ago was the word addicted mm. because addicted kind of has like negative qualities. Yeah. It's something like you're going to do something, whether or not it's going to harm you or somebody else around, you yeah. know, which sometimes we get to that point where we have to maybe run through pain, yeah. but are we really harming, you know, I mean, that's a whole maybe different topic, but the word obsessed or commitment, I think kind of, um, explains the run everyday thing better. Yeah. So, you know, even you saying that you can be obsessed with weightlifting or CrossFit. I mean, I think I see that as a strength because, yeah. you know, when, when we want to learn something, a lot of times we kind of surf like the top of the water, yeah. you know? very shallow understanding and i see like this in a yoga practice a lot like okay we want to learn this type of yoga oh but there's something else this yoga or oh there's something else like zumba yeah. oh there's like another you know so we're kind of just like surfing the top of the ocean but if we really want to understand something whether it's yeah weightlifting or running or quantum physics or like you're saying you created you know you have your own brand you're not just going to talk about it, read books, you're going to like dive down in the bottom of the ocean and try to figure it out. And I think the run every day is diving to like the depths of ourself right. to really understand okay, what am I capable of? What am I going to run through? Like, you know, every, every day almost makes you stronger. Even those like easy days where it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming some of your like easier runs were summertime where it's almost like light out, right. warm, so, um, you know, now you're getting into like winter season and you live like winter season, right? You said I, I live, what do you mean? You live like in the winter season, you know, where it gets cold, like what state? Yeah. Do you yeah. Live? I mean, I'm awesome. in North Carolina, so I mean, it gets like, it gets pretty cold. I mean, maybe last year it was like 17 degrees on the coldest day. So, I mean, you yeah, know, some of the, some of the northerners would be, would be disappointed in my, uh, in my non-experience of the real cold, but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I think, still yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think of obsessed as a good thing as well, because um, I feel like it's the ability to accomplish something, to learn something, to do something no matter what. Um, so I'm, you know, it's, it's not always, the best when there's something that you can't control that you're trying to change. Uh, and I'll kind of get into that in a second. But I think, you know, when there's something that you really care about, there's something that you want to accomplish, it will get done. Um, you know, going to the things that you can't control, that's something I've learned from another streak of mine, where, you know, it's great when there's something positive you're working towards, and you're really obsessed. Uh, but when there's something external that you can't control and you just want to change it so bad, but it's not within your control, um, taking cold showers, which I've been doing that every day for about a year now, uh, that has been a huge learning opportunity in that realm. Um, because the best way I've found to get through that every single day is that I have to be able to let it go. I have to be able to stand there and breathe and let the water hit me and be fine with that because there's nothing I can do to change the temperature of the water in theory. I mean, I could twist the handle, but you know, we're not doing that. Um, you know, there's nothing I can do to change that situation. So I have to be able to be in the moment and be okay with what's happening. 
And I feel like that is huge for me because, you know, growing up, it was never like that. You know, when something's going wrong, I'm just as obsessed as I would be with the good things as fixing that. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's definitely a pretty, pretty interesting thing. And, you know, you know, that's kind of the foundation of why I do the morning mile among all these other things kind of in my, uh, morning routine is there are going to be things throughout my day that are in my control. There are going to be plenty of things that are outside of my control. And if I can take advantage of everything that is in my control, the things that are out of it are going to bother me much less. Um, you know, so let's say I go throughout my day, uh, you know, and I'm walking and someone decides to slap me across the face. Well, I got slapped in the face today, but I also woke up at 5am. I went for a run. I took a cold shower. I prepped my meals. I exercised all these different things that I can say, Hey, at least I accomplished this list of things that I can be really proud of. And that, you know, a lot of people wouldn't even do this on one day. Um, so, so that's, that's a big part of why I do that is just to have a default where I can still be proud of what I've done on any given day. So, yeah. so and then, okay, my first question with the cold showers, mm. how long? Um, it comes out to about 10 minutes. So I do, I get in there, I do a breathing routine, uh, which is like 60 deep breaths. Um, so I'll go like 10 deep breaths with it on my face, turn around on my head, like five seconds under each arm on the side of each arm. So I'm like moving around, which makes it terrible. Um, cause like in an ice bath or cold shower, if you kind of just stay in one spot, it makes it a little bit easier. Cause you build this like thermal layer on the outside of yourself. Um, but yeah, so that makes it really tough. And then I, you know, take a normal shower with it still cold. So like wash up and do all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's about 10 minutes. Um, so that's your routine after running then? Yeah. So, um, yeah. after I run, I come in like eating is another huge thing for me. I haven't eaten processed foods in like five, six years. So absolutely no junk food. Um, so prepping food and all that sort of stuff is a big part of the routine. So I time it out to where after my run, I start some things in the kitchen and then go up and take my cold shower uh, and then come back down. So by the time I get to the shower, I'm already kind of cooled off from the run. So I don't get to have that like, oh, yeah, I'm sweating my butt off and now I can jump in the cold shower. It's like, yeah, yeah this is going to suck. <laughs> So yeah, have you found, so a lot of times people ask me like, um, you know, scenarios, like we talked about before, you know, what if this happens, this happens. But I think the big thing is about injury prevention, mm. preventing injuries. Yeah. So you know, the fact that you're kind of, you've implemented already the cold shower, the eating, and also waking up at five would indicate, you know, you have a good kind of bedtime routine, you know, you're yeah. kind of controlled with your time and your productivity. So I think at the beginning, and I feel like you've, you know, you're only, well, how many years? For, uh, it's about four years for the running yeah. streak, or like four and a half, I think it is. So yeah, that's, um, so I feel like still pretty, well, I mean, everybody has their stories, but still pretty early to have developed mm. like these other areas of your life yeah. that helps sustain, in some ways it's like helps sustain the run yeah. every day. But 
really it's the fact that this the run itself is sustaining these other practices in your life because that's like the constant one thing that you yeah do. yeah I would definitely agree I mean and with the with the injury thing like right now I have uh, like Achilles tendonitis um, and that goes back to the obsession thing because I would do some barefoot running here and there which I really enjoy like it's super fun um and i would do that here and there but nothing too crazy and then i got some uh barefoot shoes and uh like mainly for working out and like lifting and stuff like that but i started running in them every single day just i got them boom running in them every single day doing my mile and after a couple weeks of that i went to the beach with my friend and we walked eight miles straight barefoot and then the following days, barefoot shoes, running, running. And so now I have that because I was like so obsessed. I was like, man, I love these barefoot shoes. I want to freaking do everything in these. Um, and so now, you know, I have uh, Achilles tendonitis, tendinopathy, however you call it. Um, and so I'm slowly dealing with that, strengthening that. Um, and I wear thicker shoes and like heel strike temporarily, which, you know, I'm not a, not a huge fan of, but you got to do what you got to do. Um, and I mean, even in the four years that I've been doing it, I, I've had a few different stories where I was like, man, I can't believe I'm out here doing my run. This is just so impractical. Um, <laughs> like recently, I, I mean, I don't, I don't party. I don't do any of that sort of stuff. But one of my best friends, he had his 21st birthday party. Uh, and you know, it's this whole, whole big crazy thing. I go to bed at nine, but I sacrificed and I went to bed at 2 a.m. on this night. And uh, mm. I said, you know what, I'm going to make myself go to bed. So then I have to wake up again at five to go do the mile and get everything done. Because, yeah, it would, you know, it's that day. So sure, I could have stayed up and, you know, did the run at 2.30 and counted yeah. it as the daily mile. But yeah, that's too easy. So I got to make it harder on myself and make sure I go to sleep and then I have to wake up and do the whole thing. Um, and, and I, th and sometimes, I'm sorry, just to yeah, inter no, yeah. interject, like there's some run streakers out there that, you know, you, you have the day, then you run after midnight. And I feel like that's not really, I mean, there's a practice yeah. and I think that's where you, you and I kind of align is the fact that it's a, it's a, a practice, like there's some devotion yep. that you have towards it where it's, you know, you go to bed, you wake up. So the fact, you know, staying up all night to us, it's really like the same day. Yeah. It's just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you become attracted to that, that discomfort or that impracticality of what you're doing, because, you know, if I didn't do that, then I would just have to live with it and be like oh well, I kind of I kind of BS'd it that day and I would mm -hmm. think about that forever but instead I can just be uncomfortable for a little bit and then get it done um you know a, another story I I went on a backpacking trip one time with some friends uh, and this was like a two-night camping thing I hadn't even been camping before this but uh they were like yeah uh, no alarm on this on this trip and I'm like, all right, all right. And so naturally, I'm in the friggin' tent, and I wake up, and it's like four. I wake up four oh five, four ten, and I keep like waking up every five minutes to like look at my phone and see what time it is. 
and we're in the middle of a freaking like in the mountains in this backpacking trail and i go outside the tent at 5 a.m everyone's sleeping there's like this grass hill i set a 10 minute timer because i know that's like the slowest i would run a mile and uh ran up and down this hill in the complete dark in the mountains with my phone flashlight in front of me like four feet and just i did that twice and i was like i have to get the mile done like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look back and be like oh yeah well you know i was i was on this thing i just i couldn't do it i was like no there's there's distance outside of this tent and i'm gonna I'm going to get this done, even though my friends in the tent were probably like, what the heck is this? This is so dumb, you know? So. Well, I mean, yeah, to your story, maybe most people would find crazy, but I, I really understand. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's completely normal. Right, yeah. To me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because many times, it, like, you know, I've run through airport terminals, yeah. like Abu Dhabi, right. I'm running up and down, and people think, oh, she's probably catching a flight, and then I'm keep running, running back, back and forth you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's you know an example of where that obstacle where you're in that environment right. where maybe other people and it's probably a good thing they're sleeping you know because yeah. they would have probably given you crap yeah. but you know you're in that that environment that doesn't seem conducive for your lifestyle yeah. but it's like you're it's not the the things you do it's like a part of who you are so wherever you go you can like continue this practice yeah. and i think that shows you know like the the discipline and dedication and the you know the honoring your word yeah. the fact that you you know that you're going to do this so you find a way to do right. it right and and a lot of people a lot of people don't like that um because in some people's heads they think well i wouldn't do this so there's no way somebody else would do this and i feel mm -hmm. like that's where a lot of the you know, like a lot of negative comments come from not that I really focus on those. But whenever I receive negativity like that, I kind of take a step back and think, man, that's kind of, that's kind of sad, because I know that I would never look at someone's video. And even if I did disagree, I wouldn't tell them about it. Because what what good is that going to do? I'm not going to sit there and be like, Oh, this is bullcrap. Like, you know, there, there's the people that'll be like, I don't believe you. I'm like, okay, go to my Instagram where I post the like embedded timestamp every day of me filming my feet. Or uh, I made a video of this scenario I told you about with my friend's birthday party. Um, you know, people are like, oh yeah, that's, uh, he's running home drunk right now. I'm like, well, I've never drank alcohol before, but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna defend myself in the comment section. Like <laughs> you figure it out for yourself. But uh, you know, all that kind of stuff is just really interesting to look at and see how people respond to you know a genuine attempt to be positive um my point in that that exact video i'm talking about was you know i've never i've never been to a party before i've never really like stayed up till 2 a.m none of this sort of stuff but what i was most looking forward to was this run right now because i know that you know this isn't what most people would want to be doing you know everyone else is sleeping and i'm just I'm out here doing my thing and this is what I'm looking forward to. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, tell us, tell a little bit more. So another thing is, you know, you're publicly sharing your run streak yeah. and did you start doing that at the beginning? Cause I feel like that is a whole nother can of worms right. as far as, you know, like I was telling you, I, I didn't, I've had high school friends that were like, 
sir, are you still running? Mm. I'm like, yeah, I haven't missed a day since I've known you in high school. Yeah. And it's like 15 years right. later. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, you know, nobody, nobody close knew I ran every day. And for me, it was almost easier to not have to explain myself mm. or share anything. But, you know, how, how do you um, approach that? with your, you know, sharing social media and getting comments and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I started posting every day, uh, starting day 1300. Um, so on my 1300th day for a while, a little while before that, you know, I'd see people, um, you know, creating this community and creating a personal brand and letting people know who they are simply by posting videos. And I felt like, you know, I, I've learned so much from running every single day. I've learned so much from all, you know, making discipline the foundation of my life. I've learned all these things, you know, why couldn't I do this? Like there's people make these dumb videos and they're, I mean, they're even making money off of it. And I'm like, well, I don't post videos. So how can I expect, you know, to, to be known for this, this, and this? Um, mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to make a video every day and share my thoughts um and so i mean for the first while i would uh i'd be filming myself and i'd feel all enthusiastic and then i'd watch the video back and be like this is daily morning mile number 1300 blah blah, blah. and i'm like dang <laughs> this sucks and so i mean even on just the video side of things you know you, you learn different things and um all the technical side of it uh but i mean with the negative comments and stuff, I'm a really confident person. Um, so I, I don't, I don't really get not necessarily affected because it's a, you know, it's still a person saying something to me. Um, but I don't let it ruin my day or get me upset because I know that my intentions are just to be a genuine person and trying to you know, share the things that I've learned. And so when somebody decides to be, mean about it i'm like oh that's sad for them <laughs> you know what i mean so they're they're literally just exposing their own insecurity um yeah and i mean i, I feel bad for that you know what i mean that's what the way the way i see it is the way people approach this running every day thing whether it's like oh my my mommy told me you should take a day off yes. or <laughs> Well, my, my doctor says it's not good to run after you get, deliver a baby, which is true, disclaimer. Yeah. But it's like the way the reaction tells a lot about that person. Yeah. So I feel like people can either be intimidated or intrigued or just completely, yeah. you know, just, just hate you for doing something that is not, you know, normal that you don't see every day and it's you know we, yeah no go ahead I was, I was just gonna say it's a lot of a lot of ignorance is involved in that sort of stuff and i I'm, I'm sure you understand the same thing like oh his uh his ankles and knees are crying right now i'm like do you even know anything about like biomechanics and how things work because uh if you're doing things right no you're not just degrading your joints you know um that's why it's like oh yeah sitting sitting on the couch <laughs> is doing worse for you. I mean, sitting is the new smoking. Yeah, and yeah. another streak that I have in my life is I, I don't watch Netflix or TV yeah. or, or anything unless, you know, my boys watch SpongeBob. Like yeah. that's, it's not like I sit down and watch SpongeBob, right. but I don't like watch shows. I don't really watch 
like if I'm if somebody wants to watch a movie, maybe. Yeah. But I'm not. You know, that's another streak is I don't watch things because yeah. you're just sitting there watching. You know, like what's what's really happening? Nothing's yeah. happening. You're not even like reading anything. Maybe you're like learning. You're experiencing a storyline. But, you know, I think it does more harm than good. So if I'm if I'm saying I'm running every day yeah. and the people telling me that's bad, I'm like, well, what, I don't do what you do. I don't sit on the couch and watch TV. Yeah, it's like, well, what did you eat today? <laughs> Should we talk about that? Like, what, what did you what, what did your day look like as you're sitting there commenting on my video? Um, I mean, a, a guy I literally read a comment this morning and he was like, Good for you, I guess, but uh, not sure why you're doing this every single day uh, for no reason. And like something about it being not good for you. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you click on the profile, dude's overweight, like 40, just not not really up to anything, it seems, <laughs> according to his TikTok. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just I'll just say nothing. <laughs> it's, and it's also it's funny how the mind works like the mind naturally like remembers the negative as much as we thrive off the, the positive helping yeah. people. Someone's, someone's like, Oh, you've inspired me, blah, blah, blah. Right. But it's like the mind enjoys that like comfort and that, um, you know, almost like the negativity that we remember those negative things yeah. the most, you know, like one of my top comments that I think about someone was like, Oh, that would be cool if you didn't tell anybody. And I'm like, well, I didn't tell anybody for 18 years. So yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong with that? And it's like, it, or, it, it gives you, yeah. I will say this, it gives you the, the feeling that you want to explain yourself. And that's where it's like, I don't think this person cares to hear me explain myself. And, and that's, that's kind of the, the thing that turns me off from responding most of the time. Um, one of my favorite responses when I get like a ugly comment is like, wow, thank you for or a comment very similar to the one like that, you know, talking about, oh, this is uh, would be cool if you didn't say anything sort of thing. Like, oh, well, thank you for commenting and making this video more popular. Like nobody, nobody cares. OK, thank you for contributing to the virality of this clip that I posted on TikTok. And uh, it's funny one time. A guy commented, just, you know, something to me. I don't even remember what it was. And uh, I replied back. I said, you are literally the only negative person in this entire comment section. And he replied with an apology. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Some people don't realize yeah. it. But I think it's like another practice on top of the, the run every day is this ego association that we could have with the run yeah. every day. Because... You know, we're not, both of, I, both of us aren't making videos like, oh my gosh, I am so amazing. I run every day. It's more like, this is what we've learned yeah. or, you know, this is possible. Like another comment was like, a mile a day, anybody can do that. I'm like, yes, yeah. <laughs> anybody can right. do it. So I think it's when we see this, we can kind of feel this like sense of defensive self mm. within us. We want to defend ourselves because our ego, like this is what we do. This is what we're making content about. But it's like taking a few breaths, stepping back, you know, like you're in that cold shower and it's uncomfortable, but you realize, no, I don't have to defend myself. Yeah. And you kind of just step back and you, you know, you educate them or 
maybe kind of make make it aware like okay this is did you understand this is negative i'm just i'm trying to just do something positive yeah. if you want to have some negativity it's all you know go to the news or whatever right. you know so it's yeah i think it's a, a whole another element of of sharing your story which i think takes some some strength and um yeah i mean it, it can be hard because when it comes down to it it is you like you know you're sharing your story about how long you've been doing this thing or the way that you feel about it um and you know a lot of a lot of my videos are kind of talking to the viewer but you know when somebody asks a question i kind of like to go through that and they'll be like oh well do you do you never get sick or have you never done this i responded to one the other day what about when you get blackout drunk the night before and i'm like well i've never drank alcohol so i've never had to deal with this and uh that's kind of the, the prevention yeah. part you know creating a lifestyle that can support right, this right and so i mean yeah you know again it can be hard because you're sharing your story and you want to you know it feels like it feels like an attack on you and someone's like oh this is dumb and then you just have to be like okay you know i i can kind of i can see where they're coming from um as a person that has maybe never experienced this sort of uh routine or dedication or just activity in general and i guess i wouldn't expect them to to understand so so yeah how how would you say segueing into I mean, you're a, a mere 22 years mm. old, but you've already, you know, completed, um, you know, running every day. But how have you implemented that, like those um, values into, you know, you said you have your entrepreneur mm. creating your own brand. How have you implemented that into like what you're creating or your career wise? Yeah. yeah so um, one of my businesses, I own a nutrition bar company called Set Bar. Um, you know, we're in very early stages. It's been a few years endeavor trying to start it up. But essentially, um, you know, the way I am with the running, the way I am with everything or with one thing is how you are with everything. So um, in terms of nutrition, uh, I am just don't eat processed foods, no refined sugars, no refined carbs, things like that. So when I'm shopping for any sort of food product, uh, and I see some garbage in the ingredients. I'm like, well, I'm just simply not going to eat this. Uh, so I kind of, I kind of created that product with the same point of view of like, I want people to have a product that is real food. There are no shortcuts. There are no preservatives. It's not going to sit in your glove box of your car for ten years and still be good um, because that's not how food is. Um, so you know, creating that with the same mindset. Uh, it really everything just kind of comes down to consistency and really asking the question why when you kind of say these limitations in your head um you know people say all these different things are impractical oh well you can't run every day what about when you're sick what about da, da, da? uh you can't do this you can't eat healthy all the time you can why why not I can wake up every single day and make the decision to do that. You know, it uh, it's always just blown my mind why people aren't asking why when people ask such limiting questions or make these limiting statements. Um, and so I think that's just something to keep in mind is always always asking when people are trying to 
kind of kind of box you in with certain statements and questions um you know and then I, I guess in other terms of my like career type of stuff uh I just bought my first house which is pretty fun <laughs> um so I'm, I'm doing like a uh doing like real estate investment kind of stuff um and renting out all that sort of stuff so I'm going to be duplicating that over the years and that's that's always a fun thing but you know I uh decided not to go to college out of high school and at all um I mean that's that's kind of another another sector of that same topic is like you know oh if you don't go to college then there's this there's this stigma um and if you don't jump into one path and like make sure you stick to it forever then you're not going to make it happen um and to me, I'm like, I'm just going to do a bunch of different things and I can make money all these different ways and I can do all these different projects and just do things how I want to do it. Because if I had to do it someone else's way, then I probably wouldn't be very happy. Um, and it's just not worth it. Well, there's you know? the, there's the, the life experience and then the institutionalized education. So, I mean, I completely understand yeah. the Yeah. Aspect. And I mean, essentially you're living life you're not living uh, a job you're not living college um mm -hmm. so i think learning how to how to deal with people learning how to talk to people learning how to communicate um you know learning how to be responsible for something you know when when you're working for somebody you don't really care about what you're doing in a lot of cases and that's not to say that some people don't have awesome jobs um but, you know, some people just go into their into the company they work for and they don't give a crap about the company, to be quite honest. But when it's yours, you know, you, you really learn what it's like to to care about something like that and try and preserve its function and try and, you know, just be careful with with what you're doing. So, yeah, it's like the, the clock in, clock out. We're not clocking out of yeah. life. You know, you're not you're putting in your, your run, cold shower, meals at when it hits 5 p.m., you're clocking yeah. out, you're on the couch eating candy, and, right. you know, so it's, yeah, so uh, I completely understand the mentality as far as, you know, like, we'll clock out when we die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's, it's all a part of the, it's all a part of the same system, you know, I, I feel like all the, all the different aspects of my life uh, work together in a sense, so, you know, when, uh, when going to the gym is not making you money, it's kind of hard to, um, it's kind of hard to explain going to the gym for three hours and people being like, Oh, you don't need to spend so much time there. Like it's not your job, but it's like, well, you know, people do make a job out of being themselves essentially in a way. And I feel like that's a huge part of the foundation of who I am. And you know, every day that continues to build on that. Every day of the running continues to build on that. Um, and, you know, yeah, I, I don't make money on uh, the daily morning mile quite yet. You know, I've made a little bit, I guess, from the TikTok views, but um, I feel like that contributes to something much larger that maybe I don't quite know yet. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I think that's where it really counts. So. Well, this is the day and age you can monetize your lifestyle. Yeah. You can monetize your life, anything you do. Right. So, you know, I think you're on, on track and 
Um, but yeah, tell tell people where they can find you on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, TikTok and Instagram are both Crew Mahoney, so C R U M A H O N E Y. And uh, yeah, I post on TikTok every single day, uh, daily morning mile video, just kind of uh, really just my thoughts about you know mindset. Uh, you know, things that are motivating, things that I've learned over the years, um, really everything, everything that I can, uh, everything I can think of. So, and then Instagram, I post a little, uh, at least a little story of my feet running every morning. So you can see me out there doing my thing, but, uh, <laughs> so how, and another question, how else do you, um, track your runs? Do you write it down? Do you uh, have an app or what do you do to yeah, everything. so uh, I don't, I don't like write it down necessarily, but every single day, um, I basically write down, you know, the idea that I'm going to share on my daily morning mile video. Um, so that's just labeled like with the day right next to it. Uh, so I'll have, you know, 1610 and then kind of what I'm going to talk about on that given day. And then that's kind of, that's just how I kind of keep the count. Um, yeah. And then on TikTok, I you know, put the, put the day that it is and the time that I take the video, which it's kind of funny because it, sometimes it seems like I'm late, but it's really that I've run closer to like two miles to avoid cars being in the background of the video. So today I was out there yeah. for like 20 minutes, probably ran like a mile and a half or two, uh, just because cars kept going by and, you know, restart and try and make it as listenable as possible. So. And I think that's like another practice that, you know, people just kind of see you running, talking, yeah. they get used to it, kind of numb right. to it, but living that experience where you're running, people are watching you do yes. this. <laughs> is strange. It, it, I mean, it's funny because <laughs> there's like certain parts of the route I take where I'm like, yeah. I don't really want to be talking because there will be like an apartment building. I'm like, Oh God, what if someone's like out on their porch or something, just watching me or like, I wait for the cars to be gone so I could just film yeah. and because uh, I feel like I, I have to talk really loud for it to be clear on the video. And I mean, it's like 530 in the morning. So I'm like, you know, this is daily yeah. morning, <laughs> like screaming out there. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, it's yeah, I don't know. I, I have the same because we kind of do a similar thing. I do like a, a short clip of me yeah. running, um, but I have like the same place that I do it because I know, you know, there's not many houses, right. it's shady, there's back tree background, you don't see like street signs, yeah. you know, keep it secure. So it's, it's a whole nother strange aspect of the daily right. run. I did it one day and uh, there was a person on the sidewalk, like five feet in front of me and I didn't see them at all. And then a, like a fly or a bug flew into my eye. So I'm like saying my whole thing on video. And then this bug flies into my eye. I see this girl standing there. I'm like, oh, crap, a bug just flew in my eye. And I'm like, God, I wonder what she's telling people about this morning. Uh, oh, some TikToker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's kind of the embarrassing right. part. I don't know. But yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah, thanks for sharing everything. And yeah, we can connect on um, our listeners. Go connect Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, share some love, but appreciate you sharing your story. 100%. I uh, appreciate you having me on. It was, it was fun to talk about it. So, yeah. So, let me.
don't leave. Nah, we're good. <laughs>